0: Hey there, Laura Duffy with Mainly Birthing. Welcome back to our Down to Earth Mindful Birth Podcast, where we'll be discussing just about everything under the sun in the birth world. Today, we're going to be discussing patient rights, both for mom and for baby. Yes, you have them. So there are so many options for laboring moms to decide upon, and this is why having a birth plan is so very important, even if you're just using it as a tool to educate yourself. You have choices, like being able to be mobile through your labor, walking the halls or outside if weather permits, eating to keep your energy up, not being continually monitored unless medically mandatory, and even choosing your actual birthing position. Though it may be easier for practitioners to do, you know, vaginal exams or receive a baby with mom laying on the bed, Mom doesn't have to be laying on the bed for those things to happen. And mom can also decline vaginal exams if that's her preference. So there are also so very many options for baby once they arrive. You can accept or decline anything from delayed cord clamping to baby's first bath, the vitamin K shot, the antibiotics for baby's eyes, newborn vaccinations, and so much more. Being aware of these standard procedures or policies is step one. Step two is discussing it discussing it often (laughs) with your provider. So, sometimes you may not even be on the same page as your provider, especially if you're in a situation where you simply get whichever provider happens to be on call. Remember, even then you have rights. In fact, you have the right to decline anything. You just need to advocate for yourself. And yes, this can sadly often be easier said than done. So I was at one birth when the OB wanted the mom to be in the bed the entire time for no other reason than the fact that mom's water had broken, seriously. And mom had to advocate for herself. And the scare tactics were used like, oh, if you don't care about the safety of your baby, what? And things like that. But mama stood her ground and we were pretty much left alone at that point. And when it came time to birth, it was just incredible. Now, I've heard stories where mom was told that she would no longer be able to labor at XYZ Hospital if she didn't do what she was told. Can you imagine, in the middle of labor, being told that you're going to have to leave? Especially if you don't know whether that's a thing. Like, can they really even do that? Well, luckily, I recently heard another similar story, and it turns out there is a federal law that protects laboring mamas. It is the Emergency Medical Treatment and Labor Act. Under the EMTALA, every U.S. hospital with an emergency room has a duty to treat patients who arrive in labor and or are there in labor, caring for them at least until the delivery of the placenta after a baby is born. EMTALA protections start for an infant at the time of birth. So a newly born infant is presumed to be presenting with an emergency medical condition and requires a medical screening examination to determine necessary stabilizing treatment. So EMTALA requires physicians and other qualified practitioners to provide care within nationally accepted standards of practice. So no, they can't kick you out if you're in labor, even if sadly they threaten it. And baby gets to stay too. So. Now, in the time of COVID, there are a couple of new pieces. Many hospitals are making it mandatory that everyone entering the hospital wears a mask. They may also require a COVID test for laboring mom. If you want to decline this, you can ask to be treated with the same respect as someone who tests positive. If expectant mama is planning on using nitrous oxide, though, as an option for a comfort measure, she'll want to get the COVID test done as soon as possible, because she would need to have the test come back negative in order to use the nitrous oxide. Um, if she wanted that as an option. There are also ever-changing policies on whether mom can have a personal support person and or a doula. Again, these are policies that are currently ever-changing, so you'll want to stay in contact with your birthing location to see what is the current status. Um, If you have a challenge with the protocols, talk with your provider. Talk with them now and talk with them often. That being said, remember, You can decline anything, it is your right. And mom and baby do not have to be separated at birth, even if mom tests positive with COVID. This was a scary scene at the beginning of COVID and thankfully it has changed. It is mom's choice on whether or not she's to be separated from baby. So, thank you so much for hanging out with me again today. I know this is a lot of stuff in an ever-changing world. Um, The part about moms being able to stay in the hospital was really why I put this particular podcast together. They cannot kick you out if you're in labor, so remember that. This podcast is going to be a great way to get awesome information throughout your pregnancy, birth, and yes, beyond. I'd love to hear any feedback that you may have, as well as any questions or topics you may be interested in. So feel free to post in the comments below. And of course, feel free to share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it, or if they're entering their own birthing adventure. This podcast is sponsored by Mainly Birthing's Down to Earth Mindful Birth class. It's online and available right now for only $49.95. You can find it by clicking the Education More button at mainlybirthing.com. This is Laura Duffy with Mainly Birthing, signing off for now. You can find me at mainlybirthing.com and Facebook too. As always, with pregnancy, childbirth, and beyond, remember, just breathe.